thank you for the chance to gather together. Thank you to going to God. Amen. World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. Amen. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, checking my text messages and emails even right now. I'm a little bit behind the scene. Little, that's not the right word. Uh, I'm been, I've been distracted, man. Thank God for Steve Deck and for Johnny Burkeen and for Clay Parker. Who's come, uh, he's been somebody in our home for almost two weeks. And uh, praise God, I'm not complaining about it. But it's, it's I, 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 try to, I try to run a ministry. And uh, the, thank God for these guys coming and helping me and getting me involved and all that stuff. But, I, man, I got stuff stacking up on me for 10 days that I got to get done. So I find myself in a little bit of maybe I'm irritated. And if I am irritated, just kind of bear with me and understand why. Uh, Johnny Burkeen, Steve Deck, Clay Parker, I'm telling you, man, what does got what does Steve Deck's given 10 days to be out, out here of his own life, just came out and wouldn't take a dime, did all kinds of stuff that I couldn't do myself. Johnny came, Johnny B. Good came and he did, he gave of himself for about, about seven days and he's maybe rolling home even right now. But the, the result of it is because they've been doing this and, you know, the, the annual event and all that stuff that goes along with it. First of all, there's a decompression time afterwards, right? At some time, at some point, I just need to take my wife. Mary, Mary, at some point, I just need to take my wife and go lay on a beach someplace, if, if you know what I'm talking about. And, and uh, so, and, and all this is going on and all the stuff I have to get caught up on. And, and so just bear with me if I'm a little grouchy, just a little grouchy. I mean, it'd be so good to lay on a beach for about four days and I couldn't take four days. I wouldn't want to miss my grandkids for four days. So just bear with me. Don't, uh, if, don't take it personally. If I'm a little bit sharp, cause I am. And uh, just appreciate all of you out there and all that's going on, all we're trying to do. And so sick and tired of the devil rubbing stuff in our face and so sick and tired of, well, you know, you know where I am with it. Right. Um, man, I, I tell you, I gotta, I'm going to, Mel's going to make a presentation, but I, I gotta, I gotta dive into something Mel before, before I go, I, I want to say this without that, uh, without it. Uh, I'll just say it and then take it out if you want to. <clears throat> I found myself uh, the last few, I don't know, a couple years, three, most of you don't know this. I, I was a special education teacher. When I, was a, when I was a high school teacher, I taught what they called slow learners. And I would, I would say this probably, in this queue, they're probably slow learners. What you were labeled as slow learners when you were in school, probably. Because, see, the educational system is set up in such a way. You want, maybe I'm good. Uh, pull up number two. Let's start with number two here real quick because I'm going to, I want to show, I'm, stay with me. Because uh, this this real this really nails it. For those of you out there 
who were slow in school and special ed because you're in special ed uh, they called it now they called it differently abled we make up all these freaking stupid right uh, differently abled if once for those of you who are differently abled in other words they're telling you the school system isn't set up to train every kid the school system is set up only to train those kids who are able to learn the way the school system is set up sort of like church sort of like church you don't fit in the church, they, they get rid of you because they don't know how to teach special ed Christians. They they don't know how to they don't know how to teach Christians who ask questions. They don't they don't know how to teach them. They need Christians who come in and sit down and take a notepad and write down everything the pastor says. That's kind of that's kind of Christians that they want. And the same thing in school. I, I use this I'll use this example. I'm going someplace. Stay with me. This is important. I um, <laughs> I looked up. I got a message on the phone. I just, oh my goodness! I remember this touch. You learn. We all learn differently. Some of us learn uh, visually. Some of us learn auditorily. Some of us learn kinetically. Somebody learn. Some of us learn through a combination of all those. So, what do you mean? Auditory is you hear. You learn by hearing. But there are some people who don't learn by hearing. There are some people who are uh, not auditory, but they are, my brain just went dead on it. They're kinetic. In other words, they learn by doing. And then there's some who are visual. And visual are, you have to write it down. And they follow you when you get up on the board and they write it down. And when they write it down, then they write it down on the paper. Then they... some of us learn that way. Some of us are a combination of all of them, okay? And uh, I'll never forget, I was teaching special education, the slow learners. The, the, the custodian called it the moron pen. That's what they called it. Because kids who, kids who were getting Ds and Cs in school were morons. But they weren't morons. They just couldn't learn the way the school was structured for them to learn. And I don't know about you, but were you, everybody in your first grade class, everybody's same smart, same smartness. Everybody in your fifth grade class, were they all at the same learning ability and learning level? And what do you do if you're in the seventh grade and at the age of first grade or second grade, you didn't really know how to process language. So you never really learned to read. And now here you are in the seventh grade and everything's reading and you can't read. Anybody know what I'm talking about out there? I'm, I'm, so, I I, so this came, this came to this has destroyed a lot of people. Special education has destroyed a lot of people. It has. And then in schools, they like to group you in college prep and general curriculum, and then slow learners, right? So, right in the school, you, you know, a kid that was in my my special education class, he knew there was something wrong with him. What do you think I did to him? What do you think? And I had a kid that uh, I could tell you his name, but I won't. Marty. We were in class one day, and I said, hey, Marty, what's your phone number? I was keeping getting some records. What's your phone number? And I'll never forget what Marty did. He looked right back at me, and he said, uh, 740-386-2948. I thought, oh, my goodness. Okay. Folks, you missed it. That was an example of kinetic learning. He couldn't. Ooh. 
He couldn't repeat it in his head. He had to punch it in and repeat it as he punched it in. He wasn't dumb, but they told him he was dumb. Boom. They told him he was dumb. Why? Because he didn't do very good at sitting down in school and doing rote memory. Do this exercise, this exercise, this exercise, this exercise. And if you didn't learn and think like everybody else, well, I did something wrong with you. <laughs> you were special ed. Play this, John. By the way, I think I was a special ed Christian. Anybody else out there? Special ed Christian? Amen. Huh? Going to church. Yep. Nobody in the church knew how to relate to me. And they're talking about stuff. I didn't have any idea what they were talking about. And to this day, like when I'm out there working with Steve Deck yesterday and out there working with Johnny yesterday, when they begin to speak in that technical language, my head starts going, because I don't know what any of those words mean that they're talking about. Somebody thumb up me, huh? Huh? This is all across the spectrum here in the world. And that is the where we are with Christian ease. We speak a language the world doesn't understand. They're special ed. We have to learn to communicate. Play this. It's very quick. Amen. We have radically altered our own evolved species behavior by artificially segregating children in same age peer groups uh, during the day by expecting them to be indoors and sedentary for most of the day by asking them to learn from artificial text-based materials instead of contextualized real-world activities, and by dictating arbitrary timetables for learning instead of following the unfolding of a child's developmental readiness. Common sense should tell us that all of this is going to have complicated and unpredictable results, and in fact, it does. While some children seem able to function in this completely artificial environment, really significant numbers of them cannot. And around the world every day, millions and millions of normal, bright, healthy children are labeled as failures in ways that damage them for life. And increasingly, those who can't adapt to the artificial environment of school are diagnosed as brain disordered and drugged. We have radical... Boom! Boom, Vinny. Boom, Vinny. Now, look, I'm going to take you someplace someplace else, too, okay? In this thought process. I got to get this off my chest. Some of you uh, have never been taught how to study the Bible. Never been taught how to study the Bible. No, no, we haven't. We haven't. And therefore, because we haven't been taught how to study the Bible, we are dependent on the teacher. Are you with me? And uh, that's why uh, that's why uh, in a homeschooling environment, see, they, they, the professionals have tried to tell you that you can't homeschool because you don't understand all the learning abilities and disabilities and levels, and you're not a real teacher. The greatest teacher in the world is a parent. And the greatest teaching in the world is a parent who understands the concepts that his or her child gets and don't get. And the real world experience of taking something and doing something with it. That's why I told Steve Deck and and, um, Johnny Burkeen. I said, you guys are like my big brother. Mark Trump, you're like my big brother. You're the big brother I never had. I hang around you guys and I learn stuff that I never learned. I never knew. I was stupid. What do I say? What do you hear me say all the time? I can't fix anything. 
I can't fix anything. Why? I was never trained. I can punt a football. I can throw a football. I can throw a curveball. I can throw a knuckleball. I can make a layup. I can make a three-pointer. I can do all that stuff, but I, I can't change oil in a car. Now, if I, was in, if I was hanging around a bunch of mechanics, I'd be special ed. They'd put me in the special ed class. And that's happened to us, not only educationally, but spiritually. Oh, man, I could go deep. I'm not going to go deep on it. But the Lord has gifted me in my, that sounds, uh, do you know your gifts? Do you know your gifts? The Lord has gifted me with the ability to communicate in such a way that you understand things that you never understood before. Would anybody thumb up on that one? It's not a revelation to me. It's simply looking at it in a different perspective. I never looked at it that way. Oh, and this connects to this, and this connects. Oh, 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 I get it. I get it. So that's what I try to do here every day. Try to do here. And we make the mistakes. One of the challenges that we have here at this show is you're not all at the same level. We're not all at the same level. When Randy comes in and starts talking about preterism, and which is what he's talking about, really, and about uh, AD uh, seventy, when the you, you, you guys are your special ed, you guys are special ed. Why? Because you've never ever heard it. Never, you never heard anything except dispensationalism, rapture, Darby. You never heard anything about it. Hmm. And you believe what you believe because that's what you've been taught. Three plus three is six. It isn't that simple, folks. It isn't that simple, especially with the things. See, I love being around Mark Trump because Mark gets into cause and effect. Boy, wouldn't that be something that the church got into cause and effect? This is happening because of this, and this isn't happening because of this. Rather, just a, a generic Jesus is in control. So I want to get that off, kind of get that off my chest. Because, hey, friends, listen to me. Listen to me. Some of you, us, are so easily swayed by the opinion of others. Amen. Do this for me. All right. Trust but verify. Trust but verify. Find out whether the person who's telling you this has any credibility in what they're talking about. Or are they not, are they, is there, do they not have, I was reading something yesterday from Ken Ham. Ken Ham, you guys know Ken Ham. And uh, Ken Ham, who did the Creation Museum and all that stuff, he did a writing on, on the Nephilim and who the Nephilim were. And I'm thinking, as I'm listening to this guy, here's this expert, and he totally is missing it. <laughs> He's totally missing it. Doesn't make him a bad guy. I'm not going to get into it. But we all teach from our area of expertise. We all do. And unfortunately, the student becomes like the teacher. And some of us are in prison because of who taught us what. I, I Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So that's, so that's, mm. what, that's, that's what I like about coming here. I hear stuff I had never heard. I'd never heard. One of them I'm going to jump into here in a second. I can tell you this. 
the income tax is illegal and immoral. I'll get to that. I'll get to that here in a second. Okay. Mel wants to make a presentation real, <clears throat> real briefly. Ready there, Mel? I'm ready. Good morning, everybody. Mr. Producer, there you go. If you could just scroll down to the top action. So we've been working on Natural Family Month, and that's coming to an end this weekend. But I want to let you guys know about an exploit that was done two nights ago. There were lady warriors that you know that went on a mission. Um, They were an army dressed for battle, that's for sure. Um, They met at Zane's Landing, and they did some staking and prayer there. That's in Zanesville, Ohio, which is a public park. There's going to be a a gay pride event there on June 24th. So kind of just going there and you know, lifting that area up to the Lord. One of the ladies in the groups decided to stop by the VFW who is hosting an after party for that event. Um, Jonathan, if you could click on that first one, please, VFW to host after party for Pride event. Thank you very much. So um, anyway, she went in and asked to talk to the quartermaster and the quartermaster was a woman. She wasn't there. And so um, I... The the woman was me, so I'll just say I. So I talked to the, (laughs) I was trying to be, you know, general, but anyway, it was me. So then I asked to talk to, um, there was a trustee who was there. I said, hey, can I talk to you? And I said, hey, do you know that there is a a pride event that's happening on on June 24th? He goes, yeah, I read about it in the paper. I said, did you know that the after party is going to be here at your post? And he goes, no, I didn't know. So anyway, um, he gave me the name of the lady that, that booked the party. That's the Shayla Warden. So she booked it. And then the quartermaster's name is Debbie. So um, the if you want some, one thing I want to read is um, Jude 1, 7. Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example for those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. So that's where the word sodomy comes from. That's where the word sodomite comes from. You know, the, you know, this is all about, you know, the unfruitful works of darkness, pedophilia, why the VFW, which stands for Veterans of Foreign Wars, why they would be involved in hosting an after party, I have no idea. So anyway, I'm giving a call. This is an easy action to do. I want you to make a phone call no matter where you are, especially if you're a veteran, if you have a relative that's a veteran, you know a veteran. (laughs) If this is just, um, if you want to call out this abomination, the VFW supporting this, I want you to give this number a phone call. If you want to ask for Shayla Warden or for Debbie, the quartermaster, um, I would just love to flood their their phones. Mel, what would you like people to say, Mel? So ask them, like, do you really support, you know, lesbians? And I don't know. You guys know the morality issues on this. This is just going along with, all, like, just like all these companies that you're showing on the screen, you know, bending to the will of this pride and, you know, Luciferian effort. So, I mean, um, what do you think would be a good thing for them to say, Coach? Grooming of children. Yep. Grooming of children. That's all homosexual movement is, the normalization and grooming of children. They're not trying to recruit me into be a homosexual. They're, not trying to, they're trying to recruit my grandkids. All the homosexual movement is trying to groom children to accept their abhorrent behavior. That's all it is. <clears throat> right? But anyway, that's a quick action. I think you can't ask the VFW why in the heck they're in the business of celebrating the destruction of children and the family. That's what I would say. 
they're not going to say, look, these folks are just woke. They, they think they're doing something good, right? That's what I would say now. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. No, Most I, veterans wouldn't like that. So if you're a veteran, that's what I I would go with. Like, I didn't fight for this country for this BS. I didn't fight. That's right. I didn't fight. Look, folks, make it about the children. I didn't fight for this country for them to destroy our children. That's what. I, that's where I would go. And then they're going to say, well, what do you mean? So do you follow transgenderism and cutting off people's penises? You Are you following any of this? That, that's That's where I would go. Yep. So we've got from now until the 24th, I'd love to flood there. Just, you know, make the call once, make the call every day. I'd love to flood this place and really give them a consequence for hosting (laughs) this type of an event. Thank you. Yes. Hey, so Mel, Mel, do they ask for a person or can they just leave a message? Either way. Is that that person going to be there? Probably not. And you may even get a voicemail. So, you know, ask you know you don't yeah. have to ask for a person just leave the message deliver the mail right so mel listen i'm just trying to make it easy for people mm-hmm. who are a little bit nervous to know what to expect when they make the call that's all i'm trying to do so it may just be an answering machine blow right? it up light blow it up. up blow it up <laughs> and if it's a real person tell them we're against this what the heck why are you guys doing this for right the querying yeah. of the military all that stuff amen thank you Thank you, Mel. Bobby Lee, come on in. And then Jeff Nell's got something he wants to say, too. Go ahead, Bobby. Yeah, can you hear me, Coach? Yes. Uh, yeah, I just want to make reference and go back to the church you were touching on uh, uh, earlier. Um, there's this picture at work. This church is led by your submissive college-trained professors, by the way. There's this picture at work uh, with Christ holding the sword, with the angels following him, and underneath it is the, is the smoke. And and I noticed the other day, I've looked at it many times recently, and I noticed the other day that I haven't really noticed the, the smoke and all the stuff taking place at the bottom of the picture. And, and a week ago, mm-hmm. when the smoke was more prevalent, which probably in reality, reality. isn't smoke, probably in reality is not smoke, it's the missing ammonium nitrate that's used to cover the, the Northeast area. But aside from that, a woman walks in and says, hey, are we in the last days? And said uh, something jokingly, and then I... And then we were leaving, and I stood up, and I said, while the cowardice submissive church ain't ready for anything that's happening in that picture, that's the bottom line, Coach. They, quickly, Lord Jesus, really? The church doesn't want that because there's no amount of any preparation ready from a Sunday morning concert church that's ready for what's showing in the bottom of that picture. That's that's because uh, Bobby, uh, special education Christians, they put you they put you down in the in the special ed class. Most most churches teach special ed. They don't they don't teach real Christianity. If you want mm. to find out the real truth, real Christianity, you're probably going to have to go outside your local church. Jeff Nell. Yeah, I got a VFW in uh, where I where I live in the city of Fallon. And I'm going to go over there and express thyself. That's for sure. Isaiah chapter 3, verse 12. You had it on the show before. As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. Or my people, which they lead these cause the earth and destroy the way of thy paths. It's uh, the infeminate men who are leaders. You know what? General Milley. And under Obama, all this kind of stuff. It's Boom. just we are being if uh, 
we're being infiltrated in every direction. And since General Milley has let all this happen on all levels of Department of Defense, who was going to be brave enough? It started with that. It started with that Muslim freak Obama, that fake Christian. The people couldn't even realize he wasn't really right. 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 You know why they didn't know? You know why they didn't know Obama wasn't a Christian? Because he acted like most Christians. That's why. Right. This VFW has been penetrated, Coach. It has, and it's military has been penetrated. Yeah. Because of our present president. Thank you. No, no, it's not just because of him. No, no, no. It started a long time ago. It started a long time. At what point did the VFW take up homo rights? Can somebody explain that one to me? By the way, uh, Jonathan, pull back up that scripture Myra uh, read earlier because I'm heading there. Randy. Coach, here's what I think we need to say when we when we speak to anybody connected to this pedophilia movement, the woke move, any of it, any of it. Here's what we need to say, Coach. We need to declare what God is going to do. We need to say to them, just like Elijah did, just it doesn't we need to say this. If you don't repent, you will go down in judgment, whatever that looks like, you can just imagine. You're going to go down in it because God is tired of it. Our country is not going to He's tired of it. Judgment is here, it's coming. And and just like Ray said in his letter to Ways that that uh, that we travel with that GPS that I really liked, but Ray they're they're they've gone woke. So Ray said to them, uh, "We will not. I will not use your app. And besides that, you're going to go the same route as Target and Bud Light." And he said, "Have a great fall." What he said, what Ray is speaking and declaring, their coach is saying. If you don't change and come back to a righteous position, you are going down. And I declare it to you right now. I speak it to you as a as a honest witness before God. You are going down. We need Ooh. to declare that to them. We do. We do. <laughs> but Randy, that's not very judging. And who are you to who are you to judge? That's oh, coach, the meme. Did you see the meme? The meme. Yeah. Yeah, if someone says to you, well, I identify as a, a woman or a man, doesn't matter. And you can just say to them, well, I identify as a judge. Amen. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I identify as an a-hole, right? <laughs> Amen. 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 Folks, in the pre-show, My- Myra prayed in the pre-show, and I want to show something here that the scripture that she came up with. She came up with 2 Timothy, I think it is, chapter 3, verse 2. And here it is. Now, now look. Look, this is this is so critical for us to understand. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Now, friends, we're now going to hear the evidence of what's going to happen because this is the nature of fallen man. This is not the debauchery that we see around us, friends, is not evidence of end times. It's not evidence of end times. It's evidence of godless men. Boom. Okay? And for you, ever since I've been a Christian, special ed Christian here, ever since I've been a special ed Christian, they've tried to convince me that say, look outside, see, coach, here you go. Look there, coach. This is the end times. Hmm? These are the end times, coach. Right there is the evidence. No, 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 no. Now, what you're about to read here, what I'm about to share with you is evidence of a church who doesn't understand a kingdom mentality. And as the church becomes less and less 
valuable, less and less important, less and less influ- in, in, uh, less and less influential. This is what you're going to get. This is not a sign of the end. This shows us how the end's going to happen. Why? Because men are going to be lovers of their own selves. Somebody can say, boom, say, that's me. Somebody say, that's me. Or how about this? Um, That was me before I got saved. Yep, that's me. In fact, I still fight it today. I still fight it today. That's why I get in the chat and cause trouble. Because I'm a lover of my own self. You take Christ out of your heart, you're covetous. You're a boaster. You're proud. You're a blasphemer. What's a blasphemer? Maybe we need to blast. Look that up for me real quick there. I wasn't going to do this. This is important, Jonathan. Blasphemer. Go to go to Mr. Webster. What does Mr. Webster say a blasphemer is? Blasphemer. Huh. Blasphemer. One who blasts, one who speaks of God in impious and irreverent terms. Impious means without holiness, without righteousness, without honor. So somebody who blasphemes laughs and pokes the thumb in God's eye, okay? Mm. Okay? So we're going to be, God's going to be poking eyes in God's eye, thumbs in God's eyes. They're going to be disobedient to parents. Somebody say amen out there. This is this is man without the regeneration of the Holy Spirit. This amen. is not a sign of the end times. Amen. Unthankful. Boom! Boom! Unholy. Without natural affection, they want to have male-on-male sex, and they want to murder babies. Now, you tell me that's natural? Say, well, coach, that's it. Jesus is coming. There's the last days. It's the last days. Dummy. Truce breakers. False accusers. Incontinent. Better look up that word. What's that mean? Incontinent. Come on, Johnny. What's that mean? Somebody's incontinent. They are what? Unable to restrain their discharges. Not restraining the passions or appetites. They have no self-control. Must be the Jesus must be coming because everybody this all happened. No, no, no. It's the Holy Spirit's been trampled. And churches don't stand up and teach these things to our children anymore. Go back, John. Fierce despisers of those that are good. The traitors. Heady means they think they know it all. High-minded, prideful, but deny the power thereof. No, I'm sorry. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. This is not an end-time verse. This is a verse showing you what the unregenerated heart of man will look like. Because the devil is trying to do everything he can to destroy Christ and Christ's influence on the world. And we're seeing it. The VFW, the VFW defending homos? VFW! What? Having a form of godliness. Oh, yeah, going to church, looking like church, talking Christianese, and still desiring all those other things we just read. 
and have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. Run from those folks. Never, never learning and ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Go ahead, Lauren. I'm still not where I wanted to get today. Go ahead. Okay, so regarding the special ed thing, which is the gnaw on my craw, because what they did to my daughter, they robbed her of an education, and they, they tried to rob me, you know, um, but I still got my master's degree, so hang on, Lauren. I'm kind of a woman. Hey, but hey, but anyways. Lauren, hang on a second before I lose okay. this. Your pastor treats you like you're special ed, too. You can't True. do it. He has, to, he has to do it all. He's not going to teach you how to do it. You're special ed. You can't do it. Go ahead, Lauren. Okay, so I looked up the statistic while I was sitting here because I had to. Now, I'm, I am now more fired up than ever, okay, about this, stuff, this issue. 20% of American students have a 504. And a 504 is like if you have ADHD or something like that. I'm going to clarify it. Okay, this is the other statistic that gets me. I'm, I'm livid. I'm absolutely livid over According to what I found on the internet, 2.3 million children in the United States have an IEP, which is an individual education plan, which is basically a contract between um, the, the parents and, the, stu- and, and um, the government schools, right, to not teach your kids. Because once your kid gets an IEP, they quote unquote get services, but the school does not have to implement any of those services when you're in school. Because that's what happened with my daughter. Amen. You know, and and why are 2.3 million children have an IEP? They don't need an IEP. And like Coach was saying, some some people are kinetic learners. Some people learn by hearing. I learn by hearing and doing. Because reading it, having dyslexia makes me go absolutely crazy. But I still got a master's degree. So you can still learn. You're not stupid and you're Amen. not a moron. But, but you go to these churches, and this is what I keep telling my daughter, you're, re, you're going to a cult because you're regurgitating whatever that, pastor's, whatever that pastor is telling you, and that's their version of government theology, and it's their religion of their religion of who Christ is. You know, be like Christ. I can't be like Christ. I can't be like him. Do I desire, I have desires to to. You know, I want to be, but, but he died on a cross, not me. I need him. I need his power to do it. I can't be like him. So they take this thing and they twist it. And then, and then they say, oh, go say, say a prayer. Like you, like it's a Tinder app of meeting Jesus and just do a swipe and say a prayer. And then, oh, Hey, you're in. Cause you're too stupid to go read your Bible. And when my daughter, and then I'm almost done with my tangent, but when my daughter was diagnosed, with autism, I was completely livid. I sat in, I sat there and waited with this neurologist for seven hours to get a diagnosis of autism, apraxia, and temporal lobe seizures. While this, while this doctor handed me at Children's a a, a prescription for Depakote and said, "Hey, I'll see you in six weeks. Um, at, you know, give this to her. And I'll see you in six weeks after I go to Paris." Right. And my thing was, as soon as she was diagnosed, my thing said, my. I, my mission was my daughter will read because she needs to be able to divide the word of truth for herself and not depend on what someone else is telling her to believe about her, about God. 
and having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what they're doing. They're telling you what your relationship is with Jesus Christ. And you, most people don't even know. He said, and, and this still strikes fear in me. He says, depart from me. I never knew you. Are you, Mrs. Mike, and I'm going to leave you with this. Are you known by Jesus Christ? Do you know him intimately? If you do, you're special ed. Because you won't learn like everybody else. You won't learn like I'm, I'm, some of the great. Amen, Laura. <clears throat> every every special ed student I ever taught in my life was great with his hands, building things, fixing things. Couldn't pass. Couldn't couldn't conjugate a verb, and couldn't do geometry and algebra. Daggone, they could fix a car. They could run, and, they could run a chainsaw. And an IEP meeting is literally, literally designed by Satan himself. Because if you've ever been in an IEP meeting and you've been on this side, the parent side of it, what 12 people come together and it's always, you know, these yep. quote unquote professionals tell you who your child is and define your child. And mm-hmm. my last IEP meeting, I looked at them and I said, my daughter's name is Hope. Her name is, 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 is Hope. She is not hopeless. You did not give her her first breath and you are not taking her last breath. Mm-hmm. So understand that she will have the victory. Doctrines of demons, voodoo science. That's psychology and psychiatry. Sorry, Voodoo science and voodoo science runs the public education system. Boom. I'm going to move on. Okay. So Steve deck, I don't know what kind of grades you got in school, but damn, you're smart. And Johnny, I don't know what kind of grades you got in school, but damn, are you smart? Man? Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Y'all with me? Some of you, Matt, cause I said, damn. All right. I got, I got, I got to touch on this one. I got to touch on this. Okay. <clears throat> At the end of the show yesterday, in the after show, the the, the subject of taxes came up, and uh, whether or not we should pay taxes, yada yada yada. And uh, uh, no, no, whether or not Jesus said we should pay taxes, whether Jesus said, well, we're to obey the government. Jesus said, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's, right? Okay, I want to show you something here. Because we got a lot of undoing to do. We got, uh, we got a lot of undoing to do. Remember, the Bible says to have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. So if I know they're using my tax dollars to cut off children's genitalia, should I support that? Can they force me to support that? No. If they are uh, using my tax dollars to teach things that are absolutely in direct violation of my faith, do I have to pay for that? Hmm. Which pastor will tell you, do? Isn't that sad? Huh? And so when they came to Capernaum, this is Luke. Oh, what, what, what is this, Jonathan? Matthew 17, 24 through 27. But here's what you got to do. You got to think as you read. You can't listen to what Pastor Billy Bob told you, okay? And when they came to Capernaum, 
They that received tax money, they that received the tax money, the tax collectors came to Pete and said, hey, let Jesus guy pay taxes. And Pete says, he sure does. We're good citizens here. By the way, they weren't Romans, were they? Jesus wasn't Roman. And when he went into the house, Jesus stopped him and said, dude, the heck you talking about? Of whom do the kings of the earth collect taxes? Their own children? Or from strangers? Peter said, well, I guess of strangers. And Jesus said, yep, you got it, buddy. Children are free. Hang on. Notwithstanding, Jesus went on and said, lest we should offend them. Jesus said, look, I didn't come into the world to die because I didn't pay my taxes. So when this whole thing's over, Jesus said, I'm going to die for a righteous cause without sin for the sins of the world. And so I'm not going to offend these dudes by fighting over taxes. You follow me here? Lest we should offend them. To go out there, catch your own old fish. Something's going to come up, take that and give it to them. Why? Why did Jesus do that? Because he didn't want to offend them. He didn't want to go to jail for not paying taxes when his mission was far greater than that. Then somebody give me a boom so you left. Amen, coach. Boom. 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 Okay, now hang on. Give me the message Bible. I know, I, I know it's not the real Bible. I know. What's the message say? When they arrived at Capernaum, the taxman came to Peter and said, Hey, does your, your boss pay taxes? He says, Of course he does. But as soon as they were in the house, Jesus got him and said, Simon, what the heck's going on with you? When the king levies taxes, who pays? His children or his subjects? He says, well, his subjects do, Lord. Yeah, Jesus said. Then the children get all free, right? But so we don't upset them needlessly. It's not to fight on fighting. Go down and get a coin and give them, give them a coin. But for anybody to stand in the pulpit and to say that Jesus Christ in, endorsed the paying of taxes, you are a liar. He didn't, friends. He didn't. Now, I want to take you someplace else because some of you are really, really nervous out there. See, what are you going to do to you? Well, what's your integrity worth? Now, when I stand before the Lord, is the Lord going to say to me, Coach Dave, you're one of the greatest golly. You, I watch that huddle every morning, Coach. You're really hitting on that stuff. That was really, really good. Boy, oh, boy. But, hey, Coach Dave, let, let me ask you. I just got one. Uh, it's under the blood, Coach Dave. It's all right. It's under the blood. But would you would you ask, would you answer something for me, Coach Dave? Why did you continue to pay taxes when they just used it to give it to Planned Parenthood and kill my little baby? What? Just curious. Why did you do that? Does anybody have an answer for me? Because I think I'm going to have to give an account for that. My um, pastor told me I had to. Government told me I had to. I wanted to be a good citizen. Wanted to pay for the roads. What am I going to say? I've always been told I'll go to jail. Yeah. Um, so Jesus. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, he did. He went. He went to jail. And he went to. He went right to court. Okay, hang on. Stay with me. I want you to see this. I'm making some of you really, really nervous. Uh, go to. I can't find what. Uh, Johnny, go to uh, number seven. I'm sorry. <clears throat> These are the Bill of Rights, folks. All right? Bill of Rights. And what does, do the Bill of Rights list your and my rights? Is that what the Bill of Rights does? List our rights? The answer to that question is no. The Bill of Rights are limitations on the government. Okay? Got that? I don't get any rights from the government. I get no rights from the government. None. First Amendment. Pull it up, John. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of a religion. Down at the bottom, Johnny. There you are. Or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Or abridging the freedom of speech. Or the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. <clears throat> the paying of tax to kill unborn babies violates my freedom of religion. Anybody want to argue with that? They are forcing me to pay for something that is in direct opposition to my faith. That's why they had to say that there was a separation between the church and state so that you would be a member of the government, not the member of Christ's family. What did Jesus say? Remember, Jesus had the Sanhedrin, he had the Jewish government, and he had the the, uh, Roman government. And when Jesus stood before Pilate, what did he say? You have no power over me. (laughs) Dude, I ain't a Roman. I ain't a Roman. And over here in the First Amendment, it says Congress can't make any law that violates your religion. None. Boom. If they do, it's not a law. So paramount is freedom of your... If you don't have the right to exercise your conscience, you are not free. That is what they call tyranny. So taxation is tyranny forcing you under the penalty of probably going to jail, coercing you to support things you do not agree with and have deep religious, spiritual oppositions to. They cannot force you to pay taxes. Sorry. I'm sorry. They can't. It's involuntary. That's free exercise of your faith. Free exercise of your faith. All right? Now, I'm not done. Go down, slide on down, John. Let's go back, Johnny. Go down to number number four. Hey, look, I'm not trying to get, lead a tax revolt. Pay taxes if you want to. I don't care. How about this? The right of the people to be sure, secure in their persons. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The right of the people to not have to share their persons, houses, papers, effects, and any unreasonable search and seizure shall not be violated. And when you sign your tax form, did you know that you waive your Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights? Did you know that when you sign a tax form, you are 
being a witness against yourself, which is clearly, clearly protected in the next amendment. Fifth amendment, John. Fifth amendment. Says what? No person shall be held to an answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presumption of yeah, blah, 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 blah. Nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. When you file your taxes, you voluntarily are a witness against yourself. Here are all my records. Here are all my records. And then how do they get you? Well, they look at your records. How much taxes would you owe if you didn't voluntarily report your evidence to them? Are you you with me? And when Steve Deck came yesterday and worked and Johnny Burkeen came and Clay came and worked, if I paid them money, which I didn't, they didn't, wouldn't take any money. If I paid them money, friends, that ain't income. That isn't income. They gave me their labor. I gave them some money in exchange. It was an even barter, an even trade. They've lied to us. They've lied to us. Now, here's the problem. Nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. Wow. Nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Because I'm a righteous man, I'm going to follow the Constitution as written. And it says I don't have to give them one bit of evidence about how much money I made. So anybody reading this different than me? Anybody reading this differently than me? But see, you're having trouble with it because that first truth. Say, Coach, well, they'll throw you in jail. Well, okay, yeah. So in other words, they're going to coerce me. Make me violate my God-given right to freedom of religion. To say, no, I will not be part of that. Why are we forced to be part of the government? I don't want to be part of the government. I want to be part of America. But I don't want to be part of that beast. All right. I've dominated a lot today. Pay taxes if you want to. You're going to ask, the Lord's going to ask you, why'd you do that? Why'd you pay for those libraries to host those drag queen story hours, coach? Well, I had to follow the law. Which law? I mean, that law that says... uh, You have a freedom of religion? You mean that law? Did you follow that law, Coach Dave? No, I didn't follow that one. They told me I had to follow this other one. Who did? The government. Well, what power they have over you? They have no authority over you. Unless it's been given to them from on high. Oh, man. I'm all over the place. Moderator, is that you, Chad? You want to come in? Whoever the moderator's got wants to say something. No. Randy. Coach, you're nailing it. You, I know it. Amen. Amen. The whole whole country needs to hear this. This is truth, Coach. You are so on it. But, Coach, I want to add one scripture to what you Matthew 17, and it's the same context. Probably said it. Jesus probably said it in the same time, maybe. But Mark records it in Mark 12, and he said, 
he said it this way. He said, render to Caesar what Caesar's, okay? But render to God what's, what is God's. <laughs> and so he said, he gave him a, a coin and he said, whose picture's on it? So he's saying, what he's saying to them, coach, in context is, is everything, if you're in God's kingdom, everything is God's. And nothing belongs to Caesar. If you don't contract with Babylon and come under them and be registered in their system and and be their little baby, that you don't have, you don't, nothing belongs to them. Folks, listen. We just don't understand it. We've been told the lie, that first truth all of our life. And the truth is, God, in our, in, in our, we when we come out of Babylon, everything is God's. We don't owe anybody any taxes. That's Amen. It's easy to see when you look at it from that viewpoint. So, folks, look at look at this. Okay, look. Please understand this. They're trying to set Jesus up. If Jesus says, "No, we don't pay taxes. Don't give Caesar any more money," what are they going to arrest him for? He said, I ain't going to do that. He said, dude, dude, if you think it belongs to Caesar, it's a matter of conscience. Go ahead and do that. But he's really asking the question that Randy just said. He says, if you think that dollar bill belongs to Caesar, then give it to him. It's up to you. That's what you think. Well, go ahead and give it to him. He didn't tell you not to give it to him. So it's up to you. Do you think he's king of kings and lord of lords? You think he's above everything? Do you think he owns everything? Do you think, think he owns the cattle on a thousand hill? Does Caesar own the cattle on a thousand hill? So in other words, if I raise a cow, which I do, but maybe I will someday, if I raise a cow and I sell that cow for four thousand dollars, I'm I gotta pay Caesar. <laughs> what? I'm trying to set us free here, folks. Why do you think they uh, hired eighty-seven thousand? IRS agents. I'll tell you why. Because people aren't paying their taxes. You got to tell you something else. It doesn't matter anyway. We're trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. And they're just spending it like a drunken sailor. They're spending it like a drunken sailor, right? They know the money's fake. They know that they know there's nothing behind it. It is nothing more than a means of control. And I'm going to ask Steve Deck. I don't know if he's in here today. I'll bet you this. Hey, Steve, how much... Uh, how much traffic did you run into on the way home yesterday because they're trying to fix the roads that we don't have money for because they gave it to the Ukraine? A lot of accidents. A lot of accidents. <laughs> oh, it's a whole new mindset, right? It's a whole new – man, we're out almost out of time here. Uh, Dale. Well, a little facetious here, Coach, but we got to be truthful. You know, that that great deal that that McCarthy made, uh, it, they went in with 87,000 on the plate of IRS agents, but they negotiated that down with only 82,000, oh, only 82,000, 82, coach. OK, good. And what do they want? They want to come take your money. They say it's, they say, see, they say it's Caesar's money and you agree with them. That's a problem. You agree with them. They they say that a boy can be a girl, and you agree with them. You and I agree with them. So, it's submission is is permission. Submission is permission. Say, but you might go to jail. Yeah, but I'll keep my integrity. Joe Allen. 
Yeah, people want reparation for their past history of their ancestors. Give me what season. Well, Joe, that's, we just read that today in Timothy, didn't we? Men shall be lovers of their own self, proud, blasphemy, disappointed, bad, right? Huh? Truth breakers, incontinent. We, we read all that. They want, they want what you got. They don't want their own. They want, they, they want what you got. They want to redistribute your wealth. Rather than you getting to give it to who you want to, they want you to give it to them so they can give it to who they want to. Michelle. Good morning, coach. Hello, team. Um, I dropped in the chat a link to Freedom Law School, and um, it's a great site. They've got um, a series on there called Slave Nation that you can watch to understand what they've done and why we're stuck in this situation of paying taxes. But it says here, never again voluntarily pay the Washington, D.C. swamp legally and safely guaranteed. And it's got a seven-step program that can walk you right through how to get out of paying taxes. <clears throat> Thank you, Rochelle. I, I, need to do, I need to do a disclaimer, okay? I'm not giving you advice. I'm not giving you... I, I Look, I just read. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm not giving you tax advice. I don't want you ever to say, well, Coach Dave told me, because the vi- truth is, folks, there are consequences to violation of tyranny. That's why tyranny is so powerful, because there's violation. You get shocked when you touch the fence, right? You with me? Get what I'm talking about? So don't 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 say, "Well, coach made me do it." No, I'm not. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just asking yourself: do you, Are you okay paying for abortions and transgender sex and and housing illegal immigrants? Are you okay with all that? Giving money to Ukraine? Are you okay? Are you okay with going over and blowing up uh, the entire Middle East, saying it was the Muslims? No, are you okay with that? Wonder how many wonder how many people were killed with my tax dollars. Dave or Sherry, whichever one. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, Joel, that was a great uh, comment there. I want reparations. Some of my uh, relatives were held captive in Egypt. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. I, I want I want reparations because they only paid my dad two dollars an hour. I, I, hey, he ought to been made 50 an hour. I want reparations for that. Yeah, Myra. Yes, Coach. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. It is written, Proverbs 13, 10 through 11. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advice is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. But he that gathereth the labor by labor shall increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Huh? We're sick in America. Why? We're losing hope. We're losing hope. And a lot of it is happening because we're bowing our knees to the beast. Golly. A lot more to talk about, isn't it? Thanks, thanks, uh, Clay. Thanks. Johnny, thanks, Steve. Michelle and I want to go to the beach and lay for about four days. But we're not going to be able to. God bless you. Thanks. See you tomorrow.